Your work week is over. The plant called and said, if you don't come in tomorrow, don't bother coming in Monday. Woohoo! Four-day weekend. This is The Last Word, the off-season home of the Colts, with Jeffrey Gorman and Matt Taylor. Yes, we're here on Friday night, getting ready for a long weekend, hopefully. The coaching search for the Colts will be over. We'll find out more, and we'll keep you updated. This is The Last Word, brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Download that app today. You can make every moment more. Coming up on tonight's show, Matt Taylor, voice of the Colts, always joining side by side. We're going to give you the latest on the Colts ongoing head coaching search. We're going to talk about the Colts in the upcoming Super Bowl with Yahoo Sports NFL Insider, and I like this cat. Good dude. Frank Schwab will be on, and we're also going to discuss the retirement of Tom Brady and what the legacy is in the minds of Colts fans. Now you got to love the guy, Maytay, but we're going to get to Brady. <laughs> he retires, you love him. If he's still playing, you hate him. But yeah. let's let's zero in. The head coaching search update. Yes, okay? sir. Yes, sir. Give me the latest on the head coaching search. We're going into a more than a few days on this thing now. Yeah. Zeroing in on the candidates. Yeah, second round of interviews continue this week, so the Colts are making progress, right? That that initial candidate list is uh, being whittled down. So, you know, everything was virtual to start with. Now you're having in-person meetings, so you're getting a little bit more personal, a little more in-depth. and. You know, like we said last week, if the Colts want to hire a coordinator, Jeffrey, who's coaching in the Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. hypothetically, they'll have to wait to hire that coach until after the season ends. So, but I'm not surprised that the Colts are staying patient. I'm not surprised that they're taking their time on this. I'm sure they're their final candidate pool sort of runs the gamut on experience and expertise. And, you know, this is what Chris Ballard said he was going to do. He was going to stay patient. He was going to stay prudent. You know, they're, they're taking their time to to build the foundation for the foreseeable future uh, to lay that foundation on what we all hope is a sustainable era of winning, if you will, going forward. The Broncos found their head coach in Sean Payton. D'Amico Ryans goes back to the Texans where he once played. He's the head man there. As of right now, the Cardinals and our Colts are the only ones right. uh, without head coaches, Mate. Where are we at? How do those impact the coaching search? When you talk about Sean Payton, who, to my knowledge, never came in and had a conversation with the Colts, right. uh, you know, an established coach like that. And also D'Amico Ryans, who was, uh, you know, uh, number one on a lot of the young hot list guys you got to keep an eye out on. Right. So uh, th- those hirings, I'm not sure they quite frankly, had a lot of impact on the Colts. I mean, just because the Colts and Cardinals are the only two teams left standing without head coaches, I'm not sure that's going to speed up the Colts' process. I mean, I still think they're going to be able to go out and get the guy that they covet. Now, I will say that the longer the process goes, the list of potential coordinators and assistant coaches for these new head coaches, that pool is going to diminish. Frank Reich, Sean Payton, D'Amico Ryan's, they're already, you know, building their staff. So um, that that's going to be interesting to see how that kind of progresses. But this is a little bit of a tangent on my part. But, you know, some are pointing to the idea that the Colts need to go after a, an offensive coach mm-hmm. considering the way the season ended. I get that, right? And there's no denying, you know, what's driving success in the NFL. I mean, if you look at it, of the 16 teams to reach the divisional round the, the last couple of seasons, 12 of them – have been coaches with offensive backgrounds, but to play devil's advocate a little bit, you look at Denver, right, what just happened with them. They they fired Nathaniel Hackett after 15 games. Yeah, I get it, but I think more so than anything, it's, it's personality fit, it's culture fit, it's holding guys accountable. If you've got good players, 
they should be able to kind of buy into the right coach with the right approach. And I think more so than anything, that's what the Colts are going for in this search. So we'll see how it plays out. But I don't necessarily think it has to be an offensive guy, but certainly offense has been the trend of what works in the playoffs here recently. Fans, keep your phones on and also go to Colts.com at any time. You can find out the latest information on the head coaching search and the latest information on all the Colts news. He's Matt Taylor. I'm Jeffrey Gorman. We are talking some ball right now. I want to talk a lot about the Colts in the Pro Bowl. May say the Pro Bowl's upon us. They've already had one skills competition underway. I guess that was last night, whatever. Geno Smith was throwing some dimes. <laughs> Derek I Carr, saw. too, Derek right? Derek Carr had yeah. some funny stuff. Maybe that's not why I'm coming back (laughs) that was a good line that was a good line but he said it was a mic drop moment for him check that out but anyway they do have a game coming up the lone representative for the Colts would be Quentin Nelson there is a seven on seven game coming up this weekend of course coached by on one side Eli Manning NFC Peyton Manning AFC uh, what is Quentin doing in this? Thing? I, I don't know. Is he? I mean, is he alternate quarterback? Is he playing a <laughs> slot? It's seven on seven, so it's driven by the pass. But what are these big? You know, what do the big fellas get for this? I, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I mean, I can research that, but I'm not sure how the seven on seven. I don't know how that incorporates offensive linemen and defensive linemen. I, I tell you, how you. it'd be fun. Make those guys the quarterback. Or, yeah, just have a separate game for those guys. Or those guys. Have them running routes. Or have them spread out. No question about it. So, you know, big picture, I I will watch. I'm intrigued. Uh I mean, anything's going to be better than the actual Pro Bowl game itself. That's why we're going this direction. So, no question, I'm going to give it a chance. I'll see what it's all about. And I just want to see guys having fun, guys from different teams interacting with each other, having fun, and kind of yucking it up on the sidelines. I mean, that's why we watch the Pro Bowl anyway right. so we'll see how that kind of translates into a different form with the NFL going a different direction for its all-star game festivities if you will NFL is king so you know there'll be a lot of eyeballs if it has NFL if it's football in it, right. yeah that's 100% right all right when we come back here at 93.5 and 107.5 the fan we're going to talk more about this head coaching search and the upcoming Super Bowl and we do that with Yahoo Sports NFL insider Frank Schwab's coming up right after this 93.5 107.5 the fan can't get enough football you're in the right place this is the off-season radio home of the indianapolis colts the last word with jeffrey gorman and matt taylor from the indiana union construction industry radio studio well welcome back to the last word we're brought to you by our friends at fanduel sportsbook download the app today make every moment more it's time for Frank Schwab. Earlier this week, we talked with NFL insider Frank Schwab about the Colts coaching search this offseason and the upcoming Super Bowl. We start off with Frank's thoughts on the Eagles and how they created one of the best rosters in the NFL in a short period of time. Howie Roseman has just done a heck of a job, hasn't he? You know, nobody cares about the Executive of the Year award. Nobody really remembers who won it, but he'd win it unanimously this year. He's such an incredible job. I mean, remember, I, you know, this team won a Super Bowl five years ago with a different coach and a different quarterback and mostly a different roster. It's remarkable how they remade it. And then everything you touch turned to gold in the offseason. You sign Hassan Reddick, reasonable deal for a top pass rusher, and he's probably the best free agent signing of the offseason. You trade for A.J. Brown when the Tennessee Titans kind of misread the, the, the receiver market. He's become a bona fide number one and, and just transformed their offense. James Bradbury to come to you on a one-year deal after the Giants could afford to keep him. He's been a top-20 cornerback in the league. Just everything they've done has been great. He's just on a roll. He's just on a heater right now. They've done a a great job building that roster. It's it's the deepest roster in the NFL, I think, clearly. 
you know, and they still have draft ammunition coming up. I mean, this this could be a, a pretty long term thing for the Eagles being one of the elite teams in the NFL. They've they've had a tremendous season. They're going to have tremendous seasons to come. It's a testament to what they've done in the front office. Just you're right. Just amazing the way they've transformed their roster in a short time. That is Frank Schwab. Follow him on Twitter. You like football? Do yourself a favor, follow Frank Schwab at Yahoo Schwab. Okay, on the flip side, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, history making. Quick question, saw it on social media, want to throw it by you, and then you can talk about the job that Andy Reid's done. If this game goes down to Patrick Mahomes winning the Super Bowl and walking off the field and waving to the crowd saying, I am done playing the game of football, is he a Hall of Famer? I mean, first ballot, unanimous wave the five-year period i mean how many quarterbacks have we seen in nfl history better than patrick mahomes i don't care it's five i I just don't care like i don't need to see any more of patrick mahomes to tell you he's a hall of famer if if you're still on the fence if you're going into the super bowl like i don't know i I just i haven't seen enough of patrick mahomes to tell if he's a hall of famer you need to watch more football is what happens like i you know he doesn't have brady's resume or even montana or always resume he hasn't played long enough but we're just talking talent and the Best quarterbacks I've ever seen play the game. He doesn't get past number three, four. I mean, he's that good, that talented. He's going to win a second MVP. He's been to five straight AFC Championship games. He's, you know, I mean, in his five years, it's pretty unbelievable when you think about it that they've had three Super Bowls and two overtime losses in the AFC yeah. Championship game. Yeah. Like, I mean, just unbelievable run he's on. He's great. He is already a Hall of Famer in my book. I don't care if. If he doesn't, you know, if he, he retires before a Super Bowl, he's a Hall of Famer to me. I, I just, I, he's on that rare level of athlete that I've ever seen in my life. And I'm talking all sports. I'm talking Gretzky, Jordan. Yeah. He's just that guy. And for him to play like he did in the AFC Championship game, bad ankle. His receivers are getting hurt left and right, and the receivers aren't even that good anyway. It was just remarkable. Well, it was we, remarkable to watch him perform like that. that that's great. what I wanted to talk I, to. I, I, you know, I. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt, but losing the likes of Tyreek Hill and what he is, a pro bowl, all-pro guy, a yeah. lot of yards chewed up, a lot of receptions, and then to do what they did with a couple of guys you go, wait, 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 wait. We're in the same number. What's his name? Who is that? I mean, how about the job Andy Reid's done with this offense? Oh, and Andy Reid's unbelievable, too. I mean, he's. I'm glad he won the one Super Bowl because that just changes the whole narrative. He's no longer the best coach ever to win. He's he's a Hall of Famer now. Like. It, I don't think there's any question about that. He's one of the great coaches of, of our era, of any era, really. Uh, look, I was one of those guys. Go back. You can go back. I, it, it's out there. I was doubting the Chiefs. I was one of those people saying, nope, Chargers going to win the division. Chiefs going to take a step back. No Tyreek Hill. They didn't really do anything in the offseason. And it just doesn't matter because they have this Hall of Fame coach and this Hall of Fame quarterback. It's It's remarkable, really. I mean, every other team that got a number one receiver, their offense, I guess except the Raiders, but – their offense got this huge bump. They played well. The quarterbacks played well. We all talk about how much Tua came along because he had Tyreek Hill, how much Jalen Hurts came along because he had A.J. Brown. We don't talk enough about Patrick Mahomes lost Tyreek Hill and then set a record for combined rushing yards and passing yards in a season. I know it's the 17th game, but who cares? I mean, just unbelievable. You look at these two teams and the difference in team building, like the the construction. You got one team that has this unbelievable roster with a, I think a good quarterback. I don't know if anybody thinks he's just singularly elite in Jalen Hurts. And then you got a team that's just, hey, we have the best head coach quarterback combo in the game, one of the greatest combos ever. Mm-hmm. Our roster's not that good, but it doesn't matter because we got these two dudes and we're going to figure out a way to beat you.
And no doubt about that. That's Frank Schwab, NFL insider from Yahoo Sports, coming in, you know, locally, Frank, with the Colts. Just curious, your your national perspective on their situation. I know they've got a lot of uncertainty right now with, you know, their ongoing head coaching search and, um, you know, they're picking high in the draft. And so they might be going after that uh, young franchise quarterback. I'm interested, what is attractive to you about the Colts if you are a head coaching candidate right now in the NFL? The Colts do have a good roster. I mean, look, I picked them to win the AFC South last season. I didn't realize Matt Ryan was going to fall apart and everything was going to snowball on them like it did. Them compared to a team like the Texans, surprisingly, even though they've had a terrible, terrible record, they haven't really drafted that many stars. Like, There's not much talent on that roster, but the Colts do have talent. I just want you know. Throw out, I'm a Wisconsin alum, so I've I've seen Jonathan Taylor play a lot. He's he's unbelievable. Guys like that, guys like obviously Quentin Nelson's going to bounce back. I think. Man, it's hard from a national perspective. All we're doing is watching and saying, is Jim Irsay really going to hire Jeff Saturday? Really? And then you see the the rumor, you know, the, the reports trickling out of everybody else is interviewing, uh, you know, whoever. But Jim Irsay still wants Jeff Saturday, and you're like, are they really going to do this? All right. Who are they going to hire as head coach? Is it going to be Jeff Saturday, or is it going to be someone, honestly, with a little more credentials for the job? I, it's hard to even talk about the Colts in 2023 without knowing the answer to that question because it's just going to reshape everything you do. And then the quarterback question is interesting. I think that the Colts move up. I think the Bears are sitting there at one saying, we ain't drafting a quarterback. It's going to cost a lot, but I think the Colts go up to number one and get their quarterback. I think that that's the most reasonable outcome when you look at just the scenarios and what could happen. The Colts need a quarterback. Ursay's been dying to get a quarterback. We, everybody knows that. that. That team needs a quarterback because the pieces are pretty good around it. So go up, get Bryce Young, start your new era all over again. It's They can move down, not fall too far where they won't get the guy they want. They're, they're still going to get a great player because quarterbacks will go one-two. And I think that way the the Colts kind of reset things. That is Frank Schwab. Follow him again at Yahoo Schwab. If you like the NFL, you'll love this cat. Frank, appreciate the time. Let's have a great Super Bowl and chat about it afterwards. Absolutely. I appreciate it, guys. That's our good buddy Frank Schwab, NFL insider from Yahoo Sports. That was from our weekly official Colts podcast. Earlier this week, you can listen to the entire interview right now on the Colts Audio Network. Download the weekly official Colts podcast featuring the latest news, analysis, insight, and interviews regarding your Colts. This week, we examined some rookie seasons that were turned in by some first-year Colts. We also discussed some big NFL items in a a little segment we call Hook and Lateral. I was really good at that, by the way. Check out all that right now on Colts.com. Anytime we can get the football out of your hands. That's it, baby. Let's go. You can find it on the Colts mobile app, Colts Audio Network, anywhere you download your podcast. It's the last word. Brought to you again by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more coming up. we got a quick timeout. We're going to give you the Forum Credit Union question of the week regarding the great Travis Kelsey's playoff dominance. And we're also going to discuss Tom Brady calls it a career and how this legacy will be viewed by Indianapolis Colts fans. And a whole lot more coming right now. Last word, 93.5107.5 The Fan. Talk Colts football every Friday on The Last Word, the off-season radio home of the Colts, with Jeffrey Gorman and Matt Taylor from the Indiana Union Construction Industry Radio Studio. Very nice. Good pull here, Maytay. Love the rock and the roll. It's The Last Word brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Download the app today. You can make every moment more. Time now for a credit union question of the week. The big fella in KC, Travis Kelsey, now owns the second most receiving yards in playoff history. He owns that record. He was already second on the receptions leaderboard at 127. Both are postseason records 
yards for tight ends. Kelsey trails which player, Mate? Which player for the most receiving yards and receptions in NFL postseason history? Who is he behind? So this is a pretty one easy Wait, to narrow it down. Yes, postseason. So you got to think of these great teams. In is the it the past. same guy for both? The the leader in receiving yards and receptions in postseason Absolutely. history is that the same, same guy. guy. Yeah, so that wow. narrows it down. Obviously, that's a Hall of Famer, somebody who got into the postseason quite a bit. I'm going to go, you know, hey, they just got knocked out. All-timer, were, huh? Yeah, they were led by the other of Bill uh, Walsh. Oh, it's got to be Jerry Rice. Jerry then. Rice, that is correct. I appreciate your hints. <laughs> he racked up 2,245 <laughs> career postseason receiving yards. How many? 29. 2,245 postseason receiving yards. 29 career playoff games. Wow. My gosh. That's two seasons no, of playoff football. I love no it. No doubt. He had eight playoff games over 100 yards in his career. Kelsey also scored on Sunday against the Bengals. That gives him 15 touchdown catches in his playoff career. He's tied with Rob Gronkowski for the most among tight ends and trails only Rice with as 22 overall TDs. Wow. I might, he might get there with uh, Patrick Mahomes throwing the pill to him. Never know. Busy. I don't know. 2,245 career receiving yards in the postseason. That might be tough to, Bro, to these obtain. Boys, these boys could be playing six, seven more years together. You never know. By the way, both Kelsey and Gronkowski, first day, first minute, first second, first team oh, ballot, yeah. Hall of Famers, no oh, question. Yeah. All oh, right, yeah. I got to move on. Visit the forum, Credit Union <laughs> Fan Forum section of Colts.com. Interact with other fans. You can post a topic and participate in the discussions regarding your Colts Forum Credit Union, helping members live their financial dreams. We have brought to you by our friends at Maya. Meyer, the official super center of the Indianapolis Colts, proud sponsor of hundreds of local sports teams across the Midwest. The NFL big story of this past week, absolutely Tom Brady saying goodbye for a second time. More power to him. Do what you want. You want to walk out? You want to come back? Come back. You no, want to come please, back? Please no, don't I'm come just back. saying. No, bro, please he, don't come listen back. Listen to me. No. He's made that bed. He can <laughs> lie in it. He's that good. If he says, I do, I want to come back. I want one more run at it. I'd be like, good for it. He's good for the game. Hopefully he has enough, uh, you know, the arms oiled up enough, but I don't think that's going to Last year was a struggle, though. I know, I know. I, I mean, know, he I just know. didn't look the same. He didn't, man. He took it, you know, 40 days later, he took to play another season. He took to, to kind of come back out right. of that retirement. May not expect it again this time. He can immediately begin working for Fox Sports as an analyst making $37.5 million a year. That's got to be more than any contract he ever signed. NFL games, I'll right? say it again, $375 million contract over 10 years. Jeez. He makes $37.5 mil a season. <laughs> Tom Brady's going to be okay. Maytay, really quick, he is. Whether this he comes in. back or whether he's on a boat in Monaco or he's calling the Carolina Panthers-Buccaneers game, it doesn't matter. He'll be he's right. going to be fine. Really quick. Colts fans as a whole, what did they think about this guy? I said it earlier. He's retired now. Put your arms around him and love him because you saw greatness. Yeah. Well, can I first just say that my NFL childhood, my NFL, you know, formidable years, they're him. over. Well, they're over. I mean, think about it. I mean, Peyton's gone. Eli, Roethlisberger, Favre, Rivers, Brady, they're all done now, right? So, like, the 13-year-old version of Matt Taylor up to 37-year-old NFL fan, it's gone. That's all I knew. But – we do have Mahomes, we do have Allen and Burrow and, and Herbert, so it's not all that bad. But I'm just saying, like, this is an end, like the final piece of an era is gone. Follow me on this, because I don't want to get people all riled up, but Colts fans should be very grateful for Tom Brady. For greatness. Right? Because the Colts-Patriots rivalry gave Colts fans heartache, anger, disappointment, but there was also moments of joy and jubilation 
because the Colts-New England rivalry in the 2000s, it was that special. Be happy that you got to see it. Be happy that you got to live it. It's, it's fun having a rival. It's fun hating another team. It's fun looking forward to games and getting so emotionally invested in what you're about to watch. Because without Tom Brady, you don't have that passion as a Colts fan. I mean, the reason why that Super Bowl that the Colts had in 2006, the reason why that's so special is because you earned it. You had to exercise a lot of demons. You had to beat the best. You had to climb you know, the Everest that was the Patriots and Tom Brady in that AFC championship game. So I'm not saying you love Tom Brady, but just appreciate what he represented. So be grateful for what he did and what he represented all those years. And if you watch that AFC championship game again, you know, on NFL Network or something like that, you still get goosebumps. You yeah, still get because he up. elevated right. your fandom. Absolutely. You wanted to beat him so bad. And it's just fun to have, I mean, Pacers Knicks back in the day. I'm sure. not sure you're ever going to get that right, in this market right. NBA-wise again. I'm not sure you're ever going to get uh, or duplicate a rivalry in the NFL in this market with the Colts that was so fiery because of Tom Brady and Tom. what he was doing. Colts fans will never love the Patriots because of one man. And Tom Brady, you are now loved by those same fans <laughs> that hated you for years. Just appreciate his greatness Absolutely. that coincided with the Colts' greatness. Speaking of greatness, Vladi Divox is having a great season for oh, the Sacramento <laughs> Kings. And they are coming into the field house right now. That is coming he's up He's averaging next. 25 and 10. I mean, he is not. He thought he was retired years ago. <laughs> but, uh, smoking at halftime still. <laughs> Taking a heater. Inside to Flotty Yes! Tell you what, that's great. I miss him so much, Marv Albert. Listen, they're coming up. Pacers and Kings tonight from the Fieldhouse. This is the last word on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fans.